Welcome. Thank you for calling Diamonds of Promise, LLC. We're a positive women's empowerment outreach based in Cuyahoga County, but serving women worldwide. Here, we believe all women are as rare diamonds, special, unique, and of great value to God. If you're not sharing, please mute your phone and you will be connected. If you are the host, press star now. Otherwise, please wait and you will be joined into the conference. Spotify Anchor, welcome to uh, in Apple and all other podcasts. Engines, this is the Breakfast Bible Club. We are in um, We are in Judges now. Stay tuned.
and called the name there of love, which is the name there of to this day. Neither did Manasseh dwell out such inhabitants of Beth Shean and her town, nor Tanakh or her town, nor the inhabitants of Thor and of Dor and his villages and the inhabitants of Blaim and his villages and the inhabitants of Magigo, Magigo and his villages. So the Canaanites remained in that land. It happened when Israel became strong that they took the Canaanites to forced labor. But they did not drive them out completely. Neither did the warriors of Ephraim drive out the Canaanites who were living in Gaza. So the Canaanites lived in Gaza among them. The warriors of the tribe of Zebulun did not drive out the inhabitants of Kitchon or of Nahalai. So the Canaanites lived among them and were put before slavery. Warriors of the tribe of Asher did not drive out the inhabitants of Echo or the inhabitants of Sinan or Ahab or Achid or Helba or Aphid or Reho. So the Israelites lived among the Canaanites. The inhabitants of land, because they did not drive them out. Neither did the warriors of the Saddle drive out the inhabitants of Beth Shemesh or the inhabitants of Beth Anat. But they lived among the Canaanites, inhabitants of the land, and the inhabitants of Beth Shemesh and Beth Amarn became forced labor for them. Then Amorites forced the sons of land back into the hill country, but they would not allow them to come down into the desert. Yet the Amorites persisted in living on Mount Tirith, the mountain of the sun. And Alas and Aljan and Shebelin, but when the power of the house descendants of Joseph became strong and prevailed, they became forced labor. They became forced labor. The border of the Amorites ran from the ascent of Pakrivim, from Selah, rock and upward. And now I'm reading Judges chapter 2, verses 1 through 8. Now, the Lord came up from Gilgal to Bolsham, and he said, I brought you up from Egypt and led you back, led you to the land which I swore to give your fathers. And I said, I will never break my covenant with you. And as for you, you shall not make a covenant with the inhabitants of this land. You shall tear down my altars. But you have not obeyed me. What is this that you have done? So I also said, I will not drive your enemies out before you. But they will be like thorns in your side. And a goat will be a snare to you. When the angel of the Lord has spoken all these words to Israelites, the people raised their voices and wept. So they named the place Bosham, people. And there they offered sacrifices to the Lord. And when Joseph, pardon me, and when Joshua had sent the people away, the tribe of the Israelites went each to his inheritance to take possession of the land. The people served the Lord all the days of Joshua and all the days of the elders out who outlived Joshua, who had seen the great work of the Lord, which he had done for Israel. Then Joshua, the son of Nun, the servant of the Lord, died at the age of 110. And that concludes the reading that we um, have today. And I read our verses, Joshua chapter 1, verse 16 to 36.
Bochum and Weepers, they offered sacrifice to the Lord, and uh, they didn't do what God told them to do completely. And my prayer for these verses is, Father, Father God, help us. Let us not pick and choose what sin or evil that we are to remove from our hearts. Help us, Lord God, to remove all sin from our hearts and our spirits, our minds, anything, God. We know that all sin is wrong. Help us to freely remove it, Lord God. And Lord, I pray that you will help us to obey your word completely. There's nothing more important than obeying you completely. When you give us the instructions, you give us commandments, you give us things to do, help us to not pick and choose what to do. Help us to follow out everything that you give us, God. And Lord, I pray that let us not, let us not use convenience to keep things around that you don't want us to have in our lives. And Father, we know the people here, the Canaanites, represent sin and paganistic ways. So Father, guide your people here on the line. Give us strength. Let us do the work that's required of us to get rid of anything that doesn't bring you glory so that we don't have to come back and revisit it and it keeps us oppressed or there's consequences later. And Father, I pray that we will be obedient to you and follow your commandments, even if we don't agree or we don't really understand them or we don't fully want to do them. Help us meet us where we are, God. We repent for any disobedience. God is the leader to the truth. In Jesus' name, it is so. Everyone, so a lot happening here in these verses. Um, what I see, you know, God is showing them to persevere. He'll help you persevere, but he wants you to continue to press. And, you know, it's just really, you know, um, something that he's telling them to do, that he wants them to do. He doesn't want them to give up or get weary or not do what they're supposed to do. You know, we have to keep going in God. So even though, yes, it was easier for them to just abandon the mission, but, you know, they let down their ancestors, everything that everybody, Moses and Joshua, was fighting for. So, you know, it just shows us to keep going through to complete the assignment. And welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Breakfast Bible Club. And what we do here at the Breakfast Bible Club is we give our interpretation after we read our verses. We read our verses for the day, and we give what we get for them from them. It's our own personal understanding. And then we give our own interpretation after we read them, and then we give a short prayer after at the end of our interpretation. The prayer could be for ourselves, someone else, like our family, friends, or coworkers, loved ones, or to bless the mind. And then I will point out one key from each interpretation. If you do not have an interpretation this morning, you can feel free to just simply read all or some of our verses, or you can sing a song in connection with our verses if you're led to do so. We have our writers on the line, blessings today, that write out our verses daily, and we have our listeners on the line that listen in only. And it is my prayer that everyone here that calls us to the Breakfast Bible Club takes something away to encourage, uplift, and to bless our spirits today using the Word of God. And the Word is our focus. We are respectful of each other. 
showing the examples of the fruit of the Spirit, according to Galatians 5, 22 and 23, love, joy, peace, respect, patience, and all of the life. And also, we never uh, debate or challenge anyone's interpretation. Uh, we don't agree. We just simply let them share. Uh, we understand we're on all different processes and different understanding with God. So we allow them to share. And if there's anything that needs to be correct, corrected, anything that's out of order, disrespectful, me as the host will step in and do that. So we allow the Holy Spirit to flow and move throughout our call. And this makes it a safe place to share. So with that being said, um, let's grab some coffee, tea, or water if we choose, and let's get started. And now we'll have, uh, we'll welcome Sister Melissa onto the line that uh, translates for us. She does such a wonderful job. Uh, buenos dias. Good day, Sister Melissa. You can take the line. Con nombre a la ciudad 
18. Then Judah took Gaza and its limits, and Askelon and its limits, Ekron and its limits, Bethe Ocha, Tomo Sandian, Huda A, Gaza, Consustermino, Alcalon, Consustermino, Ekron, Consustermino. And the Lord was with Judah, and he took the hill country for his heritage, but he was unable to make the the valley go out, for they had four carriages. Via Siloeta, fue Ejoma Conto, y echo a los de Montaña, mas no pudo dar a los de en los llanos los cuales caros parados. Bueno, en ella es Arban de Caleb, and Moses has said, to the land of the sons of Anak, driving out from there. Thank you. Be here in heaven, I found. Como Moes de Papi. And the children of Judah, Judah did not make Jebusites who were living in Jerusalem go out. Jebusites are still living with the children of Benjamin in Jerusalem. Benthayor, Pas al Bethel que habita en Jerusalén, no echaron los hijos de Benjamá. Si el buceo habito con los hijos de Benjamá, en Jerusalén hasta hoy. Mm -hmm. 22. The family of Joseph went up against Beth, El, and the Lord was with them. Benfeito, también los de hasta de Bethel, y fue el con él. 23. So, they sent men to make a search round Bethel. Now, the name of the town in earlier times was love. Vente y tres. Y los de la casa de José Pusitán, and Bethel. Fal Qual Ciudad Antes de twenty four. And the watchers saw a man coming out of the town and said to him, If you will make clear to us the way into the town, be kind to you. Porque espiaban, vieron un hombre que salía de la ciudad y dijeron de rano a hora a entrada de la ciudad. Y queremos contigo, Sirio Cordilla. 25. So he made clear to them the way into the town, and he put, and they put 
into the sword. So they let the man and his family get away safe. Thank they single. Y el es mostros la entrada a la ciudad. Hola. Asilo de España. Mas pillaron a aquel hombre con todos su familia. 26. And he, went to, and he went into the land of the Hittites, building a town there, and naming it Lut, which it is named to this day. Fante Ise, say. Pues el hombre a la pillera de los Hittites, el espicio una ciudad a la cual llamo Lut. Este es tu nombre hasta hoy. 27. And Manasseh did not take away the land of the people of Bethlehem and its daughter's town, or of Tanach and its daughter's town, or of the people of Doris and its daughter's town, or of the people of Ibelim and its daughter's town, or of the people of Gido daughter's town, driving them out, but the Canaanites would go on living in that land. Desde Isi, tampoco más es hecho a los de Bet, ni a los de U, alias a los de Sana, alias a los de Dor, Mas el camino 
Pito en medio de él. And Asher did not take the land of the people of Apple or Zenon or Aleph or Arches or Helmet or Apis or Reba in the mouth. Tampoco hace eco a los que habitan, a los que habitan en, en Alba, en Ba, en Ape, en Luego. But the Asherites went on living among the Canaanites for the land without driving them out. antes muró Asher entre los Canaanites que habitaban en la tierra. No los hecho. 33. Sally did not take the land of the people of Beth. Chemish or Beth Anis driving them out, but he was living among the Canaanites. However, the people of Beth Chemish and Beth Anis were put for his work. Que habitan en Bethana, sino que entre los camellos que habitan en de tributarios dos moradores de Bethanes y los moradores de Bethana. 34. And the children of Dan were forced into the hill country by the Amalites, who would not let them come down into the valley. 34. Los Amalites apagaron a los hijos de Dan hasta el monte, y no dijeron descender campino. 35. For the Amorites to go on living in Mount Hurd and a and in problem, but the children of Joseph became stronger than they and put them to forced work. So El Amoreo, Abisar, and El Monte de and Alan Sama. Tras como la mano de la casa de And the limit of Edomites from the slope of Akaban from Bella and up. Frankai Ise, y el término del amuero. 
6, and Joshua let the people go away. And the children of Israel went, every man to his heritage, to take the land for themselves. Say, Porque a Usue Javier Despido, a Huevos, y los dios de Israel se habían tocado una a su heredad para posirla. Seven, and the people were true to the Lord all the days of Joshua and all the days of the responsible men who were still living after the death of Joshua and had seen all the great work of the Lord which he had done for Israel. And the last word. And the death came to Joshua, son of Nun, the servant of the Lord, being a hundred and ten years old. There was Judges chapter 1, verses 16 to 36, chapter 2, verses 1 to 8. Capítulo 1, verso 16 a 35. Capítulo 2, verso 1 al 8. If anyone would like to speak in Spanish, como tú sos, si alguien le gusta leer en español, en español, en my prayer, morning. Of everything you created. Please forgive me of my sins. Por favor, perdón me de mi pecado. The sins I do and I don't know. Please have mercy on me and protect me. Favor, de mi Give me knowledge. Dame conocimiento and the wisdom to execute the knowledge correctly. Dame sabiduría para vivir. Everyone who wants to share my prayer, you're welcome. Thank you, Sister Melissa, for translating our verses today. Judges chapter 1, verse 16 through 36, and Judges chapter 2, verse 1 through 8. 
Eagle M or M and their surrounding settlements for the Canaanites were determined to live in the land. When Israel became strong, the, they pressed the Canaanites into forced labor, but never drove them out completely. Nor did, nor did Ephraim drive out the Canaanites living in Jesus, Gezer. But the Canaanites continued to live there among the them. Neither did Zebulun drive out the Canaanites living in the K or N, so the Canaanites lived among them. But Z did subject did subject them to forced labor. Nor did Asher drive out them those living in A or S or A or A or H or a or R. The Asherites living among the Canaanite inhabitants of the land became of the land because they did not drive them out. Neither did the Fatalis drive out those living in Beth Shemesh at Beth Ethan. Athens, but Nephathalites to, but the Nephathalites to live, to live among the Canaanites inhabitants of the land, and those living in Beth Shemesh and Beth Athen, Athens, because became forced laborers for those. The Amorites confirmed, confined, confined the Danites to the hill country, not allowing them to come down into the plains. And the Amorites were determined also to hold out in Mount H A N S, but when the power of the tribe of Joseph increased, they too were pressed into forced labor. The boundary of the Amorites was from Scorpion Pass to Stila and beyond. Judges 2, 1 through 8. The angel of the Lord went up to Gilead, Gigel, to thee, and said, I brought you up out of Egypt and led you into the land I swore to give you to your ancestors. Give to your ancestors. I I will never break my covenant with you, and you shall not make a covenant with the people of this land. But you shall break down their altars. Yet you have disobeyed me. Why have you done this? And I have also said I will not drive them out because you. For you, they will become traps for you, and their gods will become snare, snares to you. When the angel of the Lord had spoken these things to the Israelites, the people wept aloud, and they called to the 
because that place be they there they offered sacrifices to the Lord after Joshua had dismissed the Israelites they went to take possession of the land each to their own inheritance the people served the Lord throughout the lifetime of the lifetime of Joshua and of the elders who outlived him and who had seen seen all the great things the Lord had done for Israel. In the final verse, Joshua son of Nun, the servant of the Lord, died at the age of 110. And I read that from the NIV version. Good day, Breakfast Bible Club. Good day, Brother Ryan. Thank you for joining in with us today. God bless you. And thank you for being my verses today. And Judges chapter 2, verses 1 through 8 today. And may the Lord add a blessing to the reading and the hearing of the same words. And Brother Ryan, read from the NIV version. And the full result is for anyone else that's ready to jump right on in. And welcome to Sister Precious Bible Club. And welcome to our first time callers. God bless you. We're here every day. We can start around 8 or 5 a.m. And we go until about 9.30 a.m. or until the last person has shared. And the floor is open. Today, I'll be reading um, Judges chapter 1. Can you tell me the verses one more time, please? Yeah, Judges chapter 1, verses 16 to 36, and Judges chapter 2, verses 1 through 8. Okay. okay, the people who descended from Moses' father-in-law, H and the Kentites, went with the people of Judah from the city of palm trees into the wilderness of Judah. And they settled there with the people of the Amalekites. In the southern desert near Ain. Then Judah and Simeon defeated the Canaanites who lived in Z and destroyed them completely. So their city was renamed H, which means destruction. Judah went on to take the city of Gaza, A, and E, and the land surrounding them. The eternal was with Judah, and the tribe conquered all the highlands. Those living in the plain fed iron, so Judah did not drive them out. Caleb received 
the land of H, as Moses had promised many years earlier. And he drove out the three sons of A, the people of the tribe of Benjamin, however, did not drive the Jebusites out of Jerusalem. And the Jebusites live among the Benjamites in Jerusalem to this very day. The tribe of Joseph went up against Bethel, which was formerly known as Luz. Colonel supported them. They sent outside to intercept it. A man leaving the city. Show us the way into the city and we'll spare you. He showed them the way and they destroyed the city with swords. But as they had promised, they let the man and his family go. The man went into the land of the Hittites, and there he established a city he called Aluz. That is still its name. The tribe of Manasseh failed to drive off the people who lived in the cities and surrounding villages of B and T and D and I and M. The Canaanites continued to live in those regions where they were determined to live there. But when the people of Israel grew strong, they made the Canaanites their slaves and did not completely drive them off. So it was with the tribe of Ephraim who did not drive off the Canaanites who lived in G, but lived among them. Zebulon also did not drive out the people of Gideon or Ian. So these Canaanites lived among them and became their slaves. Asher failed to drive out the people of A and S and A and A and H and A and R. Instead, the tribe of Asher lived among the Canaanites who live in the land. And E did not drive off the inhabitants of B or B, but lived among these Canaanites who lived in the land. They also became slaves of Em. The Amorites pushed the tribe of Dan back into the hills and did not allow them to dwell in the valley. Amorites proceeded persistent in living in Mount here and A and in S, but the tribe of Judah, I mean the tribe of Joseph, overhauled them and forced them into labor. In those days, the borders of the Amorites ran from the heights of A to Sheila and beyond in Mount Sucker. And what I see here is Israel was careless moving the Canaanites out of the land that God promised their forefathers. Here I see that they allowed their fear and their flesh to get in the way and didn't carry out the plan of God to inhabit the promised land. And my prayer is, Heavenly Father, I give you 
and you see about it hidden in us or interfering with us carrying out your purpose and plan for us. Help us to know that the battle is already won. In Jesus' name, it is gone. Thank you for sharing here today and uh, reading our verses, Judges, chapter 1, verse 16 and 36. We'll repeat them all since everyone knows where we are. And Judges, chapter 2, verse 1 through 8. And also, uh, thank you for that um, breakdown of what you got from the verses. Um, you said that here, one of the keys that stood out is don't let fear block us from success and obedience to God. And, um, you know, here we can see that they, you know, got a little fearful because they couldn't drive them out, they had the chariots, and also they, you know, got a little weary in their, in their job. The Israelites have been going through a great deal. You know, you look at their life coming from Egypt and uh, coming out of slavery and then going into the wilderness, stuck there for 40 years, and now they're moving on into the promised land. All of those that were there have passed away under new leadership, now there's a new generation, under Joshua, and then Joshua passed away, and Billy Lazer, Billy Azer, the priest. So it's just, you know, they've been doing a lot of different changes, a lot of different things going on with the Israelites, and I hear they're just, you know, they're weary, they're giving up, they were tired, and they didn't drive all the inhabitants out of the land, and, uh, you know, it's because of this, you know, I feel like the journey sometimes is, it can be really difficult, really challenging. And, uh, you know, God wanted them to drive out all the pagans so they wouldn't take into their uh, gods and take their ways and their evil practices. God does everything for a reason, but, you know, the Israelites, they just, you know, I shake my head and think about all that they're going through, a lot of trauma, a lot of issues, a lot of uh, things happening, you know, in their lives, a lot of loss and you know, ups and downs. But here it is, they're not, um, doing the different their past and now we have a new judge um Othaniel and that'll um we'll read more about Othaniel later he's going to be the judge here because God put the place and raised him up so uh yes yeah, so we gotta make sure we complete the task and follow God completely side through press through staying prayerful you know all those things help prayer helps um being connected spiritually to God and you know, just asking that for strength to get through the rough time. So thank you, Sister Chanel, for that interpretation today, and thank you for sharing today here at the Breakfast Bible Club. And she reads from the Voice Bible, if anybody's interested, to know what Bible Sister Chanel shares from. And God bless everybody. Welcome. This is the Breakfast Bible Club. Welcome. Good morning, Breakfast Bible Club. I'm sorry, Pastor. I'm going to cut. If, um, if you done, I'm going to cut you off quickly because I am. Uh, Listen, I was going, I was going, I was going to read, but the devil is really, really after me. Like, like I'm trying to do the interpretation twice, and people calling me. Listen, I'm, I was going to do, I was going to read, but I'm going to do my interpretation about the first by the verses. When, when God tells you to do something, let me say this: When God told them to do something, they need to do it. They need to get all the people out of the way. 
out of they out of their land so they can live right and do right. And I'm seeing that now even today. This morning been uh it's it's not been wild, but it's been a trial because I'm trying to clean up, I'm trying to listen and I'm getting calls and, and fussings for uh for nothing but standing on what God told me. Y'all have to stand on God what God tell y'all. But no matter what situation, I'm seeing that now and uh the enemy will get mad at you. I'm telling you, you used to people that are closest to you, that's close to your heart, but he he is mad at me now. Just keep me in prayer, but um, but I'm, I have to stand on it. Um, I had to stand on it for real because you know, like I uh, I put a video out yesterday. I think yesterday, like I told in the video, and um, and stuff like that. I I got nothing else but God. It's God or nothing in this part of my life. So even in this, we reading this, we have to follow God instructions. If He tells you to do something, He sees He sees farther than we see in our life and ahead of us and I'm, that's why I'm understanding it now and I thank God for Pastor and Sister Sedasia because you know they, they be on me on certain things a part of my life you know I'm transparent you know I, I, I don't mind sharing my, my, my life because that's what, I, that's what I, I believe I could use to help people come to God help people that's in God that's struggling to deal with people it's just dealing with people and, 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 and sometimes people have to be moved out your life so God, you and God can keep going. And that's what I'm seeing now. So keep God's instructions. This is showing you keep God's instructions. Follow it to the T and trust in God because it's going to hurt. You might lose things. You might lose people. You might, you don't see, you might, you don't see, you might lose that you, things that you gain in the world. But at the end of the day, he has your best uh, in mind, you know, and he, he knows better. He knows what you need. He knows and he everything that you lose or you leave behind, he's gonna replace it with he, the blessing that you really have. And my prayer is today, Lord, just well thank you. Ain't no ain't no need for asking, man. Just thank you for your your wisdom and your guidance. You are know all knowing and you know the way for my life and our life, Lord God. We just thank you for just your your infinite knowledge and wisdom. Cause it do help. And you be right. You do right. You like 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 I used to come come to my parents. God, like you are right. You told me don't follow this crowd. Tell me don't go that road. And if I did it, I got hurt. And you right, Lord. If I keep my eye on you and your word, you will help me. You will not leave me or uh, or forsake me. So I thank you for today, Lord God. On on this week, Lord God, let your blessings and your favor follow me and follow us on this. Who's uh? Listen to all of my voice. Follow them all this week, Lord God. Show them that you are their provider. Show them that you are their guideline in their life. And then let them understand that no matter what, who, or what, or place, or thing they lose in you, that you are completely replaced back double time because it's the right thing for them, and that's the right blessing for them. And it's prayer, prayer, your son, in Jesus' name. I believe I receive it, and it's so. It is so. Thank you, Brother Bob Club. Thank you, Brother Preston. Yes, thank you. Thank you for joining us today and uh, being a part of the Breakfast Bible Club and sharing your interpretation of what you get from the verses. Sounds like it's hitting home this morning. And uh, we just bind any distractions and all chaos from the uh, atmosphere in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. And we want to make sure we can, can uh, completely focus and take in, you know, what God has for us. Sometimes, um, you know, life <laughs> comes up and uh, things go on around us. So Lord, just give them a clear atmosphere. And all of us here at the Breakfast Bible Club can receive from the Word. 
So um, sometimes I have to turn my ringer off, you know, to make sure uh, my phone doesn't ring so I can absorb this time and set the time aside so that I can uh, get into the word, even me, you know. <laughs> so we all have to, you know, take that initiative to make sure we clear our atmosphere and pray and cover ourselves. So thank you for sharing this morning. And uh, thank you for um, all that you uh, that you share and that you read here in the Breakfast Bible Club, connecting with us and sharing your interpretation. And uh, one of the keys that you shared when you was uh, sharing today is uh, uh, follow God completely and cancel all distractions. And um, that's something we can take away, you know, from what you shared. And also in our own personal lives, you know, this year, I believe this year is a year of revelation, exposure, God is exposing all hiddenness, and he's revealing a lot of wolves and sheep's clothing, people in our lives that we may have to disconnect from. And uh, he's doing a lot in our lives individually. So this is a new year of cleansing. We're still kicking off into the first week of, like in the first week of, of the new year. So God is still doing a lot of things, trans transition, uh, shifting people, showing things, rebuilding things to us. And um, that's something that we cannot see as well in our own personal lives. So again, you know, just stay consistent, uh, continuing in the word. Uh, God wanted the Israelites to stay consistent and follow through. They didn't follow through, but he knew that if they didn't, what would happen, we'll learn later on what happens because of them not following through. But it's really important to do what God's instructions are. You know, whatever he gives us to do, if you're not sure, ask him, pray, God, what do you want me to do in this situation? Show me, reveal to me. And he would do it. You know, God, uh, uh, my mom would say, she said something to me and it really touched my heart. She said that um, God hears conversations that we don't hear and uh, he sees things that we don't see. And, you know, I had to really think on that. That was a sailor moment. You know, I'm like, you know, God, that's so true. You know things we don't know, so why not go to him? Why not ask him? Why not trust him? He knows everything. You know, and if we just include him and ask him for guidance, he'll do it. He'll lead us and guide us and show us and help us. You know, especially if we're feeling weary here like the example of the Israelites. So God bless everybody. Thank you, Brother Preston. You shared from the... Complete Jewish Bible and bless us, everybody. Thank you for joining us. This is the Baptist Bible Club. What did you get from Judges 1 16 through 36 and Judges chapter 2, verse 1 through 8? What stood out in your heart, in your mind, here at the Breakfast Bible Club? Please feel free to share. In the Breakfast Bible Club, um, I really appreciate the message that you shared. I'm only going to read uh, 16 to 35 this morning. Um, 1, 16 to 35. And it reads as such, And the children of tonight, Moses' father-in-law, went out of the city of palm trees with the children of Judah into the wilderness of Judah, which lieth in the south of Paris. <clears throat> and they went and dwelt among the people. And Judah went with Simeon, his brother, and they slew the Canaanites that inhabited Zabok and utterly destroyed it. And the name of the city was called Hormah. Also, Judah took Gaza with the coast thereof, and Ascalon with the coast thereof, and Ekron 
with the coast thereof. And the Lord was with Judah, and he drave out the inhabitants of the mountain, but could not drive out the inhabitants of the valley, because they had chariots of iron. And they gave Hebron unto Taylor. And Moses said, And he expelled them the three sons of Anak. And the children of Benjamin did not drive out the Jebusites that inhabited Jerusalem. But the Jebusites dwelt with the children of Benjamin in Jerusalem unto this day. That's why. And the house of Joseph, they also went up against Bethel, the house of God. And the Lord oh, was with that's them. My crutch. What are you talking about? And the house of Joseph sent to Girl, please. describe Bethel. Now the name of the city before was Love. And the spies saw a man come forth out of the city, and they said unto him, Show us, we pray thee the entrance into the city, and we will show thee mercy. And when he showed them the entrance into the city, they smote the city with the edge of the sword, but they let go the man and all his family. And the man went into the land of the Hittites and built the city, and called the name thereof Love, which is the name thereof unto this day. Neither did Manasseh drive out the inhabitants of um, that she and her town, nor Canaan, and her town, nor inhabitants of Dor, and her town, and the inhabitants of Eblian, and her town, nor the inhabitants of Miguel, and her town. But the Canaanites would dwell in that land. And it came to pass when Israel was strong. That they put the Canaanites to tribute, and they did not utterly drive them out. Neither did Ephraim drive out the Canaanites that dwelt in Gaza. But the Canaanites dwelt in Gaza among them. Neither did Zebulon drive out the inhabitants of Ketron, nor the inhabitants of Nebelo, but the Canaanites dwelt among them. Trying to leave my cans on it. I just did it. Neither did Asher drive out the inhabitants of Echo. Nor the inhabitants of Zion. Nor Ashkelon. Lord God, just thank you. Nor Asher. Nor Elba. Nor Asher. Nor Rehob. But that Asher was dwelt among the Canaanites. And inhabitants of the land. For they did not drive them out. Neither did Asher drive out the inhabitants. Do me, but Lord, let, 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 let her thirst for you, Lord God. Lord, that's somewhere that she's missing, where you are, you are leaning on, Lord God. Lord God, that's on you, Lord God, just to touch her heart and mind, Lord God. I don't know how you're going to do that, but you need to touch her and her mind, Lord God. And the Bethanah became tributary unto them. I ask for mercy and grace on Lord God, but let her know that you are the victim. And the coast 
of the Amorites was from the going up to Akrida from the rock and upward. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and the hearing of his holy word. My interpretation of this scripture is um, hearing what the brother said earlier about the obedience of God and just it was one scripture that stuck out to me um and I think it was in 21 where it said and the children of Benjamin did not drive out the Jebusite they didn't have it in Jerusalem but the Jebusite dwelt in the children of Benjamin in Jerusalem and the house of Joseph they also went up against Bethel and the Lord was with them and the house of Joseph sent this great to Bethel now the name of the city before it was Luz, and the five, and, um, hold on one second. There was something here that I was looking at. Okay, it was 25. And when he showed them the entrance into the city, they smote the city with the edge of the sword. But they let go the man and all his family. And the man went into the land of the Hittites and built the city, and called the name thereof Luz, which is the name thereof unto this day. Neither did the master drive out the inhabitants, neither did anybody ask him to do it. So in this situation, nobody is doing what God asked him to do. Everybody is, and I think this is what um, Pastor Lane was saying earlier, maybe they were tired from fighting, or they felt like, you know, they knew best, or they knew that they were just tired and they, they just didn't feel like doing it. But this is a clear example of what I was talking about um, previously in um, Joshua and also um, in Deuteronomy. Um, he's asking them to obey everything that he said for them to do. But yet, still, here we are again. Um, we're disobeying, we're disobeying what God is asking you to do. Even though sometimes yeah. we may not understand, Since it could be the smallest thing that we think God will tell us to do this, and then we do this. It could be something like, okay, when you go down the street today, don't turn left, turn right. And you turn left. And when you get down the street, you find out there's trouble there. Because you didn't listen to God. And I think that's the same thing in this, in this passage of scripture how key and how important it is, even when we don't understand, sometimes we don't. Sometimes we feel like because of our own emotions and our, um, you know, our experience in life, that we feel like we know. Sometimes we feel like we know better than God. But ultimately, He is the giver of life. So He knows. He's all seeing, He's all knowing, He's omnipresent, um, He's omniscient. So he knows what's best for us, and we have to allow ourselves to yield, yield our members, yield our heart, yield our spirit to the instruction and the obedience of his word and his spoken word to us and our spirit through the Holy Spirit. Um, not obeying can get us in a lot of trouble, even if it's the smallest thing. It can have a... a, a they call it a, a ricochet effect on everything else that happens after that if you don't obey so it's very crucial i mean i think that's a, that's a really good example and so my first day that lord we thank you we thank you for this new year for 2024 you brought us over 
You've been such an amazing God. You've been such a caring God and such a loving God. Father, you've loved us through the good and through the bad. And Father, you have provided and given us everything that we need in you. Father, we ask that you give us a clean heart, renewing us the right spirit in this year. Help us to obey you. God, even when things get tight and things seem to us that we know the way, help us to seek your faith. Help us to seek you and ask you questions about which way we should go, even if it's the smallest thing, Lord. Even if it seems mundane to us, Lord, help us to come to you and ask you, what would you do? What would you have us do? Lord, I pray over each and every person of the line. The Father, that anyone that's in a battle that any tried to bring over into 2024, Father, we just ask that you bind and we bind the hand of the enemy from off of them. We lose the anointing and the power and the fire of the Holy Ghost to burn up everything that's not like you in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for giving us another chance to make these right and to go forward and to press forward to the high calling which is in Christ Jesus. Father, help us to stand, having done all the stand. Gird us up, Father, on every side. And allow us to be strengthened, Father, even in the midst wow. of what we may be going through. But we know we're coming out because you promised us. And you said that victory is ours. And that we are more than conquerors. And to be strong and very courageous, Father God, because you go with us everywhere that the soles of our feet shall try. So, Father, we thank you for the authority and the power that you've given us to speak your word, to speak the word that you have planted for us to speak, which is in your holy word, to pray your word, and to see the results of that word spoken out of our mouth into the earth realm. Father, we thank you. We give you praise and we give you glory. We decree and declare the blood of Jesus over this line and over every person on this line. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So be it. Thank you, Lord. So Blessings. Thank you, Sister Namita, for sharing here today at Professor's Bible Club and reading our verses, Judges, chapter 1, uh, 16 to 36. Thank you for sharing today and also that um, blessed interpretation. And also, um, one of the keys that she pointed out is obey God even if we do not understand. That is the key that we can take away from the word today in our verses. And um, well, that's how you pointed out in uh, Judges chapter 1, verse 25, the man, you know, the man, he, uh, <laughs> he told the spies how to get into the city, and he betrayed his own people. You know, he told them how to get into the city, and he did that to save himself and to save his family so that they can get away, you know. But here he is uh, turning in his whole city the place that he lived, his friends, his family, I'm sure it was there. And he showed them the entrance of the city. And they come in and they struck the city with the, with the sword. But they let him go because he betrayed them. You know, he was the one that said, hey, this is how you get in. Come on in and, you know, we gonna get out of here. And he ran off him and his family. But, you know, it's, it's this ultimate betrayal because, you know, he was a part of this city, the very, very place that he grew up and that, he lived and that he, uh, you know, raised his family. He turned everybody in, you know, just to save his own neck. And then that's another uh, issue here we see from the word. You know, we can't let fear or 
um, our own way or whatever, you know, interfere with God's plan. You know, so that man, that was a very unique uh, point that you pointed out that he did that, you know, betrayed everyone like that. And he saw the spies, the spies came and he got, he got fearful. You know, he said, I got to save myself and my family. And that's what he did. So some of the lessons we can take from these uh, verses today, some of us can see in the book of Judges that has taken place. And again, they, you know, failed to follow through what God told them to do. This betrayal, this disobedience, so much in the book of Judges. But uh, we can all, you know, use this to learn from it. It's like a history a lesson. We can learn from it what not to do and, um, you know, how to pray for ourselves from these verses. So God bless you. Thank you, Sister Ramita, for sharing today. And um, God bless you for being here on the Breakfast Bible Club. And the floor is open. Anyone who wants to share, please jump right on in. I just want to say one more thing. I am so sorry. That's the danger. I'm sorry. I'm excuse me. I'm one second. One second. I just wanted to say this. And I don't know if there's someone on the line, but in reading this scripture, um, and I'll see on some things that were said earlier. Going forth in this new year, if God is calling you to cut things off and to cut people off, sometimes you don't understand why he's saying that. But he sees ahead of you, and he sees where you're going, and he sees what it is that he has planned for you. And you never know what to come around the corner. If he says to do it, just do it. Don't try to examine it. Don't try to understand it. Just do it because he told you to do it. And you will see the manifestation of God's glory and his power um, if you just do that. And um, something else, Lord, help me say what you said. Don't be fearful. Don't be fearful. Don't be fearful. The enemy will try to flip it on you. He will try to flip this thing on you and make you feel like um, because uh, you're in this battle and because you're tired and because um, you may not be able to understand the way that you're going. But if you just trust God in Proverbs 3, 5, if you trust in him and everything that he said and lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge him. Acknowledge the fact that you don't know. Acknowledge the fact that you are unsure. And put all of that on God. Just lay it at his feet, and he'll direct you. And he'll lead you right out into your deliverance where you should be. In Jesus' name, thank you. Amen. God bless you, Sister Misa. Yes, the word of wisdom there. When God tells you to let go, let go. And if you're not sure, ask God. Thank you for sharing that key. I feel that was for someone as well. And Sister Fidesha, um, you can now uh, jump on in with your interpretation, and God bless you. Okay. Um, hi, everyone. I'm <laughs> reading Judges chapter 1, verses 1 through, no, 16 through 36, and Judges chapter 2, verses 1 through 8, and I'm reading half of the verses. The Kenites left the city of palm trees and went with the men of Judah. They went to the desert of Judah to live with the people there. There, This was in the Negev near the city Arad. The Kenites were from the family of Moses' father-in-law. Some Canaanites lived in the city of Zephus. The men of Judah and men from the tribe of Simeon attacked them and completely destroyed the city. 
So they named the, the city Hormon. Then the men of Judah also captured the cities of Gaza. The Lord was on the side of the men of Judah when they fought. They took the land in the hill country, but they failed to take the land in the valley. Moses had, because the people living there had iron chariots. Moses had promised to give the land near Hebron to Caleb, so their land was given to Caleb's family. The men of Caleb forced the three sons of Anak to leave that place. The tribe of Benjamin could not force the Jebusites to leave Jerusalem. So even today, the Jebusites live with the people of Benjamin in Jerusalem. Joseph's descendants captured Bethel. The descendants of Joseph went to fight against the city of Bethel, and the, late, and the Lord was with them. They sent the spies to the city of Bethel, which was then called Luz. While the spies were walking, they saw a man come out of the city. They said to the man, show us the secret way into the city. If you help us, we will not hurt you. The man showed the spies the secret way into the city. The men of Joseph used their swords to kill the people of Bethel, but they did not hurt the man who helped them or anyone in his family. The man and his family were allowed to go free. He went to the land where the Hittites lived and built a, land, a city. He named it Luz, and that city was still called Luz today. Other tribes by the Canaanites. There were Canaanites living in the cities of Beth, Chen, Tanakh, Dor of Elbrum, Megiddo, and the small towns around the city. The people from the tribe of Manasseh could not force those people to leave their towns. So the Canaanites stayed. They refused to leave their homes. Later, the Israelites grew stronger and forced the Canaanites to work as slaves for them. But the Israelites could not force the Canaanites to leave their land. There were Canaanites living in Gezer, and the Ephraimites did not make all the Canaanites leave their land, so they continued to live in Gezer with the Ephraimites. So the Canaanites lived in the cities of Kitron and Nahalem. The people of Zebulun did not force those people to leave their land. They stayed and lived with the people of Zebulun. But the people of Zebulun made them work as slaves. The people of Asher did not force the other people to leave the cities of Akron, Sidon, Allah, Axis, Tobah, Aphek, and Rehob. The people of Asher did not force those Canaanites to leave their land. The Canaanites continued to live with them. And I'll stop there. And my interpretation of the verses is um, the Canaanites, oh, I'm sorry, the Israelites, um, they started off good with um, defeating the uh, overcoming and defeating and taking the land that was theirs. But then um, they ended up messing up, and um, the Canaanites, they didn't force them to leave the land. Um, God had warned them through Moses numerous times of what to do when they got to this land and to make sure that the land was clear of these evil people. 
but they didn't force them to leave um, the different cities. And um, part of it was fear, um, but some of it is just disobedience of not really, maybe they felt like, oh, they weren't so bad, or um, it wasn't as bad to their eyes, so they let them stay. And they may have also thought about how they can gain from them being there, and they turned them into their slaves. And um, the fact that they turned them into their slaves, uh, what I get from this is it's, a, it's an example of how hurting people hurt people. Um, now that the, the Israelite, um, the, the and it opened up the door for this generational curse of slavery. And um, this made me think about how the enemy started planning years and years ago, 400 years ago, just for this time, to have them actually become slaves so that they would want to keep these evil people on their land and make them slaves like they once were. And um, that's something that we have to think about how the enemy starts to work early. Um, so that's why God gives us um, his word to live by and basically a fail-proof plan um, just for us to follow. And I think about how if um, Joseph was never sold into slavery, all of this probably wouldn't have happened, this issue with them wanting to make them slaves in the first place. And um, it goes on to talk about how um, they basically, it seems like they gave up their fight for their land and for the rest of the land that God was giving them. And it's important to follow through and fight for what's ours and fight for what God tells us to fight for. And um, even if it gets, gets tough, we still have to stay in that battle and ask God to help us to make it through. And my prayer is, Lord, I pray, Lord, that you would help us, Lord, to follow your word. Lord, I pray, Lord, that you would help us to realize that even the smallest mistakes that we make today can affect the whole entire generation of people that come from us in the future. I pray, Lord, that you would help us to be on the right path and help us, Lord, to um, just heal our families and heal our minds, heal our mindsets and our ways, Lord. I pray that you will help us to make smart decisions. And, Lord, I pray, Lord, that you will remove the effects of slavery, Lord God, um, that trickle down to our generations, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you will help us, Lord, to um, do your will, Lord God, and that you will free us all spiritually. In Jesus' name, it is so. Thank you, Jess. Thank you for the Sudan Hill. So, and thank you for sharing today and being my verses. Judges 1 to 16, verses uh, 16 to 36. You're going to today. And thank you for sharing my interpretation and also your privilege to receive it in Jesus' name. And one of the keys that you share today that we can all take away from the Breakfast Bible Club is follow God's commands completely. And that's the key that we can all take away. When we follow his commands completely, then we um, cut out any, any distractions or 
any problems, anything that, you know, repercussions that may come up later. And um, I just want to point out that um, doing some a little bit of research personally that um, we know what's going on with Israel and Gaza and the people in uh, Hamas and the war. And the roots of the people that they're at war with can be traced back to the genocide of anybody um, want to uh, do any research and you know check into that, and uh, you can see that it's closely connected. And look what's taking place today. There, you know, all the war, all the problems, all the battle, you know, and all life is important. I just want to say that to, to everyone here on the line. But when God tells you to do something, He sees things as far off. You know, what could come forth, what can take place, and a lot of the things that have happened did not have to take place. So we have to keep. Israel, Thomas, and the Gaza Strip in prayer, and all the people. And thank you, Sister Sedasia, for pointing that out. You know, here we have to really obey God and do exactly what he tells us to do. You know, even if we don't understand, make sure we go back, check, and, and ask in prayer. And even sometimes fasting to get a clear understanding of why and, you know, what exactly it is that he wants us to do. And thank you for sharing, Sister Sedasia. And I have an interpretation from Sister Melanie. She says, good morning. My interpretation, God ordered the Israelites to exterminate the Canaanites. Although the command seems cruel, the Israelites were under God's order to execute judgment on the wicked people of the land. Over 700 years earlier, God had told Abraham that when the Israelites entered the promised land, the evil of the native people would be ready for judgment. God wasn't playing favorites with the Israelites. Eventually, they too would be severely punished for becoming as evil as the people they were ordered to drive out. Yes. Caleb was given land as the Lord had promised. In a world where promises are often broken, it is encouraging to know that God keeps his promises. And in chapter 2, verse 1 through 8, God made a sacred agreement called a covenant. God's part was to make Israel a special nation to protect them and to give them unique blessings for following them. Israel's part was to love God and obey his law. God wasn't going to abandon his people. They would receive wonderful blessings if they asked God to forgive them and sincerely follow him once again. And no one can escape the consequences of disobeying God. And yes, that is very true. And I'm going to cut off there. Um, you know, it's, it's, so, it's so important. The Israelites were God's special people. They were chosen and created to follow God. We all are created to worship Him, but they were supposed to follow Him. And this is a war against good and evil. It's not as much as against the people. Um, you, you look at the loss of life, but it's against good and evil. There's a war that takes place right above us in the heavens we do not see and um some of us have had the ability to see the war and the spirit realm some of us have been blessed as myself and others that can see in the spirit to actually see the war taking place and it's a spiritual battle some say they don't believe it some may feel it's not happening but it's a very real battle against good and evil taking place do some research on this if you're not sure about it, you've never heard of it, just do some research. Study to show yourself approved. And um, this battle has been going on since the beginning of time, good versus evil. 
you know, um, after Satan got kicked out of heaven and wanted to become God and take the place of God. So we know one third of the angels of heaven went with Satan. And now they're demons and they're, you know, doing Satan's bidding. So this is a real war, a real battle. This is an example of when God says, clear out the land. He's meaning, you know, not with physically, but we know that it's spiritual now. You know, good versus evil, remove sin, expose sin, repent from sin, get rid of sin. Because sin leads to death, and God doesn't want anyone to perish. He doesn't want that. He loves us. He wants us to follow him. You know, and some may say, well, why can't God just make us all be good? Why can't he just change it and just make us all be good? Because we're not puppets. He gives us a, a choice. You know, God is there. He wants us to come to him who wants to come to him. He gives us all a fair choice. We can make decisions according to whatever we want, we choose. So that's the beauty of uh, following God, you know. He gives us a choice. He doesn't force us, doesn't twist our arm, but there is consequences. So these verses are very blessed. God bless everybody. Um, a lot of revelation in these in verses. As we go into the book of Judges, we'll learn more and more about the character of God and the ways of God concerning sin. And the floor is open. I'm Minister Lane. Is there one more before we close out? God bless everybody. I believe everybody that wanted to share has shared. I'm going to give our verses for tomorrow. We're going to pick up in Judges chapter 2, verses 9 through 23, and Judges chapter 3. Verses 1 through 14. And we're going to close out of chapter 2 and go on to chapter 3. That'll be our verses for tomorrow, Monday. And um, blessings, everyone. Thank you for joining us here at the Breakfast Bible Club. For those that are listening in, I uh, pray that everybody is being blessed, that they're being encouraged, uplifted, and blessed by the Word of God. Um, you know, if you have any prayer requests or any, uh, if you would like to share your text, text the 216 463 one five seven four and um you can text or share to that number if you want me to read it or if you want me to connect with you please um we put a return uh phone number that i can connect back with you and to um you know to connect with you as you would like so you know and again every prayer is con uh confidential i'm minister lane and our website is www.com Diamonds of Promise, LLC.org. Um, God bless everybody for staying on the line. Um, we invite you all to join us for our Power Prayer Call every Saturday at 12 noon, from 12 noon to 1 p.m. And also, um, we invite you all to join us for our Wednesday noonday teaching. It's 45 minutes or less. We teach on a topic that is relevant for today and give verses on the topic of what God's Word says. Um, on the topic. So just call in on Wednesday from 12 noon to 12.45 if you want to hear something relevant to the day or during your lunch break. If you just want to hear something, uh, a little teaching from God's perspective, join us. We also have our Thursday book club. Everyone join us every Thursday. Our book club, the book that we are reading is called Repentance, Cleansing a Generational Bloodline by Natasha Ribbage. Get the book, join us Thursday 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. It's one hour. We're touching an agreement and we're reading this book. A lot of revelation and understanding will come forth. The book is very deep. 
but it's a blessing and it's biblically based. Everything we read is biblically based. So join us Thursday. I'll be reading chapter one and its entirety on Thursday. And then we'll take any questions or comments or anything that anybody wants to say about the book, what they get from the book so far. And uh, join us Thursday at 7 p.m. And uh, that's everything. I'm going to check and see one more time for any text that's this in by anyone. And this is all. This concludes the Breakfast Bible Club. God bless you all. Thank you for listening in today. I'm going to close out with prayer. Father, I thank you for everyone here on this line. I thank you, Lord God, for the opportunity to share your word. Father, with my brothers and sisters here, everyone here that is called in, Lord God, I ask for spiritual growth for everyone here on the line, understanding, open up our spiritual ears and spiritual eyes. Lord God, bless us and guide us on our journey to complete Genesis to Revelation. That is the focus, and that is why we are all here. Bless us, God, to receive what you have for us through your word today. Your word is a lamp to our feet and a light unto our path. Keep our paths illuminated. Keep us from stumbling and falling. And Lord, I pray that you would draw us here to this line. Draw those here, God, that desire to read the word of God. We come together, Lord. Cancel all distractions and any chaos or confusion out of our atmosphere, God. And Lord, we thank you for this new day. Lead us to guide us today. Bless our spirits today. Lift any heaviness, depression, anxiety, sorrow, evil spirits of lust, anger, rage, suicidal thoughts and actions. Bind them up and cast them out from us in Jesus' name. Lord, that no one, let everyone under the sound of my voice know, God, that no one is here by mistake or accident. And let no one leave this earth prematurely without walking out the plan and the promises that you, God, have created for us to do. Let us all feel your love, your grace, and your mercy today. I thank you for extension of time and extension of life. Protect us from evil. Thank you, Lord God. Send angelic assistance over us. Find any evil spirits. Remove them from any evil uh, trauma from our memory, God. Lord, cover the pores of our mind today with peace, understanding, and love. Cut off all evil communication that ministers to our hearing. Lord, you said my sheep shall know my voice, and a stranger they will not follow. Let us follow you, God. Let us follow the truth. Follow the right way. And Lord, by your stripes, Jesus, we are healed. Our minds are healed. Our bodies are healed. Our spirits are healed. We walk in victory today. Break every generational word curse spoken over anyone here from birth on this line. Break all word curses, God. Father, break any generational curses in the name of Jesus. Remove all sickness, disease, leave this line, infection, pain, illnesses, dry up cancer cells, tumors, disorders, skin disorders, Lord God, blood disorders, any infections, skin infections, scalp infections. Father, cleanse our bodies, cleanse our organs, cleanse ourselves of anything, whether we're aware of it or in unaware of it, God. We thank you today for cleansing. We thank you today for healing. We ask you today, Lord God, that you will release a cleansing and a healing over each and every listener. And Father, bless the women calling in today from 211, first call for help. And also remember the brothers, Lord God, here on the line, the iron sharpens iron, the men in the ministry, God, strengthen them, cover them, protect them, keep them, use them mightily for your glory. 
And Lord, we lift up the women from the Diamonds of Promise line, um, those that are coming out and healing from FGM. You never call for women to be circumcised. Bring awareness to this evil cultural practice. Bless every woman here on the line that is healing from FGM. Father that wants to have children and a family, bless them, Lord God, and heal their bodies, Lord God, and do a miracle of Lord God in their bodies in Jesus' name. Lord, touch those women that are coming out of domestic violence, human trafficking, prostitution, PTSD, incest, rape, those that suffered miscarriage of God, heal their hearts, those that went through abortion, forgive them and let them forgive themselves, break generational curses as a result of the abortion, and Lord, any other kinds of abuse and sexual abuse or any abuse here, Father, release your healing over everything named, touch those that are dealing with issues, even unnamed, Lord, heal them, cover them, Lord, release safe housing for those that are homeless, break demonic cycles, God, of prison, release deliverance over those that are coming out of prison walls, God, mental prisons, spiritual prisons. Father, release healing and break the cycle that leads them to go back and forth to these prisons, God. Bless them with safety entry into the society, God, whatever city and state that they're in. And Lord, use them, Lord God. Lord, let us use our testimony of overcoming, God, to go forth. And Lord, I pray for those that are coming out of the military. Father, touch them, cover them, guide them, yes, heal Lord. them from the trauma, whether it's sexual trauma or trauma of war. Those women that are speaking out against gun violence, that have lost children, Lord, heal their hearts, hear their cry, release justice angels into our cities. Father, those that are dealing with racism, remove the hatred. Father, educate the people. And Father, release your peace and your mercy over our land. Those that are coming out of drugs and alcohol, heal them to the root, drying up the desires of the drugs and the alcohol, Lord. Take the taste from their mouth. Father, give them peace. Whatever the open door is that leads to the abuse, shut the door with the blood of Jesus. Father, reveal to them what it is so they can repent and be made whole. And Father, bind and immobilize, monitor spirits, destroy them, O God, with the blood of Jesus that are attached to anyone's lives, that are irritating and frustrating anyone here on the line. Father, cancel those monitoring spirits out, immobilize them, send confusion into the camp of the enemy. Father, we thank you in advance for healing and for breakthrough. Bless our transportation. We make it from point A to point B safely. Bless us wherever we go. Joshua 1 and 9, we apply it over ourselves. Cancel every accident and incident today. Break every satanic agenda, yes, any satanic stronghold yes, over anyone. Cancel any blood sacrifices over anyone. Father, really safety angels with us today and every day to go before us, God. And we thank you, no matter what kind of transportation that we take. Bless every godly marriage with love, healing, peace, unity, fine infidelity, and cheating and marriage-breaking spirits. And Jesus is the center of these unions. Bless those that are praying for a spouse. Father, give them a spouse that is equipped and adequate for them. Lord, remove the spirit of loneliness of anyone here on the line. Fill that void with you and your spirit. 
Let them put their hands to something to do that edifies you today. Acts of service that would take their mind off of their state. Father, I pray that you would bless them that they will be satisfied to keep their hearts and minds on you. Cancel sexual sins. Lord, we just ask for blessings and give us, Lord, what we need for whatever stage we are in. Remember the loss in our family. We lift up our communities, our cities, our countries and our world, United States of America, Jamaica, Puerto Rico, Japan, Canada, Africa, blessing Saudi Arabia, our brothers and sisters that call in, and Lord, those that are dealing with uh, the Israel and the Gaza war, Hamas war, Father, heal them, release healing over them, release revival over every country, Lord, over the land. We lift them up to you guys today. We pray, Lord God, for our president, Prime Minister's leaders, Holy Spirit guide them, lead them in their decisions that they make. Their decisions affect each and every one of us. The Holy Spirit guide them on their decision making. Lord, we ask that you will meet every need here. Cancel all poverty and love here on the line. I decree and declare our rent is paid, our mortgage is paid, our bills are paid. We have healthy food and our refrigerators, our cabinets are filled. We have more than enough. Enough to help others. Father, repairs are made that are needed in our homes, and we walk in abundance and overflow. We are a resource center for others, and we just give you the glory, God. We thank you, Lord, for blessing every essential worker here and increase our discernment. We give you honor, we give you glory, and we give you the praise. And we thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, it is so, and it is so. God bless everybody. Until. Blessings, I love y'all. Blessings.